Welcome to Stiefel's Sightlines Podcast, focusing each week on a topic or two important to investors. Hey, greetings and welcome to this week's Sightlines Podcast. This is Michael O'Keefe, Stiefel's Chief Investment Officer. You know, I want to focus in on the Fed and the recent Fed meeting. The markets were really shaken a little bit last week by just a couple shifts in Fed policy and messaging. Um, you know, we know that, of course, the Fed has maintained a, a historic level of support for the recovery. And, and, of course, what's in focus then as a result is when will they begin to unwind this highly accommodative policy? That's our topic this week. And, you know, remember that the Fed has a dual mandate, price stability, which means keeping inflation under control, but at the same time trying to maximize sustainable employment. And so I guess starting with employment, of course, what we've seen is that the unemployment rate has fallen to 5.8%, which is just below the 20-year average of 6.1%, but still well above the 3.5% we saw just before the pandemic. And I think the Fed believes there's much more to do. There's sort of more room to grow employment. Uh, in the current environment. And, you know, we're seeing lots of jobs available and lots of talk about uh, uh, people looking for jobs and all that. So, you know, we expect, of course, employment uh, to improve and unemployment to decline here. Um, And so that, you know, that's something that uh, is in focus. Um, Anyway, back to the dual mandate. So price stability, I think we've talked a lot about the fact that inflation is heated up this year. And the Fed has maintained the uh, policy or the, the view that it's transitory, meaning that there's frictions really related to the reopening and certain you know prices are jumping. Uh, think of things like lumber or used cars where that all should settle back down. And the Fed therefore views this recent jump as transitory. They did signal a little more uncertainty. They're not exactly sure when it's going to calm back down and are kind of signaling, well, sometime this year. Uh, but, you know, bottom line is they view it as transitory, so they're signaling they're not going to take policy action as a result of this recent jump. Now, their f- favorite, I think, inflation measure is called the Personal Consumption Expenditure Price Index. It's known as PCE. And they forecast that it'll hit 3.4% this year. Remember, their target is 2%. Uh, but then they see it settling back down to 2.4% in 2022. Uh, or I'm sorry, just just above two percent uh, in 2022, and um, and so again, I think the spirit of it is, hey, they think inflation is going to stay under control. They'll let it run a little hot here in 2021, and and then it'll, they expect it to settle back down. So of course, one thing that everyone will be watching is uh, whether they start to signal um, that they're worried about uh, the inflation not being transitory. But right now, it's a very strong message that they think that it is. Now, another topic, of course, and sort of form of policy, or one of the forms of policy that the Fed has is really their balance sheet, buying securities, which you know in some ways supports those markets, but importantly injects liquidity or money into the system, into the economy. And so the idea of sort of the purchasing, routine purchasing of securities is the way, one way that the Fed's providing that support and that liquidity in the system. And when they stop doing it and they slow it down, it's called tapering. Well, in 2013, the market had what was called a taper tantrum, which was kind of the catchphrase for the market having a negative reaction to the Fed unexpectedly tapering its purchases. And um, so what's happening now, of course, with that learning behind them as the Fed is seeking to be a lot more transparent 
And so everybody's watching for any signal that the Fed is going to, you know, essentially start tapering. And to quote Fed Chair Jerome Powell after this most recent meeting, quote, you can think of this meeting that we had as the talking about talking about meeting, end quote. So basically they're saying, hey, we're going to signal things and kind of talk about it before we take action. And so again, I think they're just really seeking uh, hard hard, uh, working hard to be transparent. Okay. Another, uh, sort of tool for policy, of course, is the fed funds rate. Recall that it basically, uh, was jumping up and down a little bit. They were kind of changing it, but when the crisis hit, you know, back roughly in March of 2020, and it was well known that we'd have this massive shutdown, they basically dropped the fed funds rate to near zero. It's their way. It's sort of the, as far as they feel comfortable going, and so it's it's sat there for a while, and they've signaled for the longest time that they're going to leave it there for a good long time. And so, you know, what everybody's wondering is, okay, great, but when are actually they going to start increasing rates? And so one of the things they do with Fed, the Fed officials, the people on the FOMC and so forth, is, uh, is to uh, take a poll, basically, for, among these uh, Fed officials as to when they think uh, uh, or what they think the Fed funds rate is going to be next year, the year after, et cetera. And they call it the dot plot. So they basically uh, do this dot graph that shows this. And the, and the key takeaway from uh, the, t- this most recent meeting is that some of those uh, forecasts moved closer in time. So think of it as now the sort of the expectation that, um, that, uh, Fed officials have that we're going to have a couple of um, uh, 25 basis points or quarter point uh, increases by 2023. And, you know, long story short, the way to think about that then is, whereas it might have been pushed out a little bit further, essentially it's now about a couple of years away. So what's interesting about that to me is it's still a ways away. And the reality is the way the Fed operates is they're kind of real time looking at data and that could move around. Things get a little weak, they might push it out. Things get a little strong, they'll probably pull it in. And that's what all the market watchers and Fed watchers are trying to evaluate as we move through time. Now, one of the other things we tend to do as an industry, I think, is to kind of try to understand the research and the conclusions that the Fed itself is doing to evaluate the economy. They obviously have strong uh, capability experts in there kind of digging uh, digging around with things. And so just a few sort of quick comments. They obviously have acknowledged that this GDP growth is fa- the fastest in decades um, and the household spending is rising rapidly. Obviously, that's supported by fiscal stimulus checks, et cetera. But they also see on the business side, uh, the business sector, quote unquote, uh, increasing even though there are some supply uh, constraints, you know, in terms of the reopening supply chain issues, et cetera. Um, They also think of um, certain things subsiding. So general concerns about coronavirus are subsiding. Uh, The idea of enhanced uh, or extended uh, uh, enhanced unemployment uh, benefits are going to sort of fade away. And then even things like, hey, who's taking... uh, care of either kids or the elderly and the kind of the issues that people have dealt with through the pandemic, all these sort of little frictions are going to fade away a little bit in their view. And that was something that they signaled a bit in in the most recent meeting and, and thereafter, especially with uh, uh, Chairman Powell's press conference. So again, I think, I think the takeaway uh, for this week is, hey, the Fed meeting was important. Everybody's watching. 
There's some nervousness about unwinding policy, but the Fed is saying they're going to take time. Markets have certainly settled down at this point, but of course it's something that we'll continue to watch day to day, month to month, quarter to quarter, and just keep keep an eye on it the best we can. Hey, thanks so much for listening uh, this week, and we'll catch up with you next week. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to Stiefel's Sightlines. Be sure to subscribe wherever you're listening to automatically receive each week's podcast in your feed.